everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good role adult. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing David losing custody, Janelle pregnancy rumors, plus is Ryan really sober? Teresa, how are you? I'm good. It is September. I know. Fourth? Yes. And yes, is it officially fall? When's like the official fall day? We had this conversation for Memorial Day. Do you remember when we were like, it's officially (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, girl, it's not for another month. Um, Fall, I think... When's the last day of summer? September 21st, I think, the 20th. So it's not technically fall, but everyone, you know, associates September 1st with fall. As soon as pumpkin comes out at Dunkin' and Starbucks, that's when fall starts for some people. I feel like Dunkin' and Starbucks started the pumpkin earlier than they should have. Yeah, I think this was the earliest. This was the earliest? Yeah. Well, I fed into it because I got— You did? Yeah, of course. I got a pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks yesterday, and then they have this new pumpkin spice cold <gasps> brew drink. How is it? Okay. I've been waiting so, to try this. Yes. So it was really good. So the normal pumpkin spice latte is, like, strong pumpkin syrup, which I do not like. It was too sweet. The cold brew is more of a coffee taste with, like, a pumpkin—not af- pumpkin, but, like, you know, the pumpkin flavor aftertaste. Yeah. So I would recommend to everyone the cold brew over the actual pumpkin spice latte. That's what everyone said. Really? Huh. They're like, ooh, the pumpkin spice latte getting a run for its money. Everything now is the pumpkin cold brew. I've yet to try it. When I was coming home from the beach, I was actually going to stop at Dunkin' and get a pumpkin iced coffee with mm-hmm. almond milk. But I couldn't bring myself to get pumpkin coffee right after the beach. So I was like, I feel like that just doesn't yeah. go. I was like, that's a weird after beach treat. So I was like, I need to just stick to caramel. But I'm excited to try. I don't know when. Maybe this weekend. I'm like, I don't know when I should jump on the pumpkin bandwagon. But maybe we'll see. But I'm excited for fall. I'm sad summer's over. But You know, this always happens where it's like I'm in summer and then I'm like, Oh my, I love summer so much. Like, I don't want it yeah. to end. But then when September 1st hits, I'm like, you know, I love summer. But, like, now I kind of just want to wear my flannels. I know. I can't wait to wear just leggings and flannels yeah. again just all day. I actually wore um, a black—did you see my outfit yesterday? Yes. I wore, like, a black sweater. Because I've been waiting to—I yes. bought this sweater on sale in, like, April. And I've been waiting until fall to wear it because it's a sweater. And I just felt like wearing it. And now my coworker was like, you're in all black today. Are you okay? Are you depressed? I was like, no, I just wanted to wear this sweater because yeah. it's fall now. <laughs> I just been waiting to wear this. I know. Even I though so it was many. 90 degrees yesterday. I was just going to say it was pretty hot yesterday, but pretty cold in our office. So it's always sweater weather, sweater weather in our office. But let's get into the T-Mom top three. A lot has happened this week. The reunion episode brought us so much information. But we cannot forget about Team Mom 2. David Eason has lost custody of his son just weeks after—well, this came out just weeks after he and Janelle lost custody of all their kids. CPS removed their three children, Marissa, Kaiser, and Ensley, from their home after David shot and killed their dog, Nugget. CPS removed them in May of 2019, and then they got them back in July, right before the 4th of July— 
But now more information is coming out about his other son, Caden, who is not featured on the show. He shares him with his ex-girlfriend, Olivia. So what did you find? Like, what is going on with that? Okay, I've been very excited. I've been waiting all weekend to share the story because David took to social media to call Radar's story, which was from court documents. We obtained them from the courthouse. We actually got them from the courthouse. And so, somehow David is calling this fake news. So oh I guess God. the court doctored something. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Wow. The court lies, yeah. apparently. Apparently we have like, false documents If you court. read the story, it's not from a source. Yeah. It is from the court documents, but it's fake news according to David. Anyway. Yeah, so doesn't surprise us. Doesn't surprise us. This all started when Olivia Leadham started a GoFundMe page asking for donations. We talked about this on last week's episode. Yeah. Um, David and Janelle then hit back with their own GoFundMe page. Um, Olivia raised, I haven't checked this week, but by last week it was like 5,000. Yeah, it was a couple um, thousand. David and Janelle were in the 200s, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, no one really, compa- like <laughs> Olivia's <laughs> followers compared to Janelle's millions of followers, the fact that Olivia raised 5,000 yeah. and Janelle raised, didn't even break 1,000 is, just goes to show whose side the Team Mom fan base is on. Yeah, which is amazing. So we wanted to dig into this and see what's going on with the custody battle, and we obtained court documents from the New Hanover District Court. The court papers reveal that Olivia was first awarded sole and physical custody of the five-year-old on September 12th of 2014. David was denied any contact with the child. The quote reads, The defendant has committed acts of domestic violence on the plaintiff during the course of the relationship and that he had endangered the life of the child by pushing plaintiff when she was eight months pregnant and by leaving her in the middle of the road when she she was seven months pregnant, the court papers claimed. So he had basically like a protection order. He was not allowed to see his son or Olivia. So she was granted sole custody. Then in January 2017, I just want to note that was around the time him and Janelle started dating. Yeah. The parties reached an agreement in mediation. This allowed David to have contact with Caden on an incremental basis. Beginning in January 2018, he received every other weekend custody of Caden. But around July of 2018, Caden allegedly began displaying a series of alarming behaviors, the court papers claim. This was related to visitation with David, with defendant, notably that he would cry uncontrollably, that he would beg to not visit defendant, and that he was evasive about why he did not want to visit defendant at the defendant's residence. Olivia claimed that behavior continued throughout the summer of 2018. As I explained before, this is when he had the other, over the weekend visits. Okay. Then in November 2018, the court suspended David's visitation with his son. If you go to Janelle's social media, the last photo she posted with Caden was from November 2018. Is that when they went to the zoo? Um, I remember those zoo photos. I don't know, actually. Yeah, I remember it was, it seemed kind of nice. Here, but yeah. yeah. It might have been around that. I remember like Easter photos. I remember birthday photos. And I remember zoo photos. So it's interesting timing. It is interesting timing. Um, I think we also need to remember that this was around the time of the 911 call. So not only did Olivia bring up these issues, these behavioral, alleged behavioral issues that Caden was having, but the court filing also mentioned the chilling 911 call that Radar exclusively broke, where she accused David of assaulting her while her four children were sleeping in the home. Oh, in the home. Olivia claimed Caden was one of the children sleeping. 
I think we all assumed it was Jace. Yeah, I think when we heard that, we're like, oh, Jace, you know, because... Jace, Marissa, Ensley, Kaiser. Yeah. Uh, It was... Kaden was there. Wow. She brought... She then brought up David's December 2018 video where he showed off his firearms, knives, blow darts, and other weapons. As we know, the Secret Service was called. The court finds this video disturbing and creates safety issues that the court deems credible. The court papers read. Since November 2nd of 2018, David has had the ability to Skype Caden twice per week. According to the court documents, he did not take full advantage of even the limited amount of time he had been allowed. Based on the findings, the court found Olivia is a fit and proper person to have sole custody of the minor child. So this was granted on June 29th of 2019. So David took to social media to call the article fake news. God, he just... He's something else. So the reason why he said that was because he explained, he's like, well, if Olivia was granted full custody, then why does she need money? Well, David, the answer to that question is, on August 23rd of 2019, Olivia's attorney withdrew from the case. Now, we don't know if this was because she couldn't pay the legal fees, but she did say in her GoFundMe page that she was having trouble paying legal fees. Um, Also, in eight months... This case will be reviewed again by a judge to determine if visitation will be expanded. So regardless of if her lawyer quit or not, the case will be viewed again in eight months. She will need to hire a lawyer and she will need money for that. Yeah. So if David finished reading the story, he would yeah. have seen why she needs the money for her GoFundMe page. Yeah, if he just didn't, you know, jump on Snapchat and bash yeah. radar. Don't just read the headline, maybe. Yeah, like we tell many people, they just read the headline. It's like, you got to read the fine print. But, but yeah, also over the years, you know, these fees have probably added up for Olivia. And she also has another... She has a daughter, right? Olivia does have another daughter. She made it clear in her GoFundMe that she has a good relationship with the baby daddy and they co-parent well. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with Nathan, for example. Yes. This is a perfect example of why everything is wrong with Janelle and David. Nathan, who is Janelle's second baby daddy and Kaiser's dad, has an amazing relationship with his first baby mama. Janelle and him hate each other. David and his baby mama hate each other. And she has a relationship, a great relationship with her other baby daddy. Like, clearly the issue here is Janelle and David. I think that the problem with Janelle is, is that she's a very petty person. And yeah. she's very like, oh, my God, you're the reason why my husband has, doesn't have custody of his son. I'm going to slam you. That's how it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, David got with Ashley two years after we broke up. She's the reason my family's not together. Yeah. It's always blaming someone else for her actions, and she always blames the girl. I think what she needs to do is take a page out of V's book who doesn't even look at the BS. Whether her husband's right or wrong, she doesn't take sides. Yeah. Her side is Isaac's side, and that's what Janelle needs to do. Yeah. She should be like, you know what? You David doesn't have custody. Who? No matter whose fault that is— we need to work together for Caden. That's what it should be. It should not be her going to social media and slamming Olivia. Yeah, because it's also, look at the court documents, Janelle, if you did look at them. The reasons why David does not have custody are reasons that actually happened. Like, it's not like she made it up like, oh, yeah, David was yelling at him. There's proof of these things. Janelle, your 911 call when you claimed that your husband abused you and allegedly broke your collarbone and you were screaming, crying, 
the videos that he posts, like, they're not things that we can't look at. Like, we've all seen them. We can watch Team Mom too. We look at your, you know, anger problems. This is not just, like, out of the blue. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, Chelsea and Cole get, you know, it's, we see these things. We know if someone was to say, oh, Chelsea and Cole, X, Y, and Z, we would be shocked because we've never seen these things before. And we've said this in the podcast so many times. You don't see bad stories about Chelsea and Cole because there's no bad story about Chelsea and Cole. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. And if you're always in the news, there's a reason. We're not over here making stuff up. Yeah. We're over here doing reporting and confirming the facts. And we have done that. No one's out to get Janelle. No one's trying to get Janelle. It's Janelle's fault. That's the thing. I would love to go a week without writing about Janelle. Trust me. (laughs) Like, there were many times, especially, I think, after the dog. I was just, I am so— I'm so done. —done with her. I'm so done with David. I've been done with David. The quotes are embedded in my head. Like, David shot and killed the dog in April of 2019. I mean, how many times have I wrote that sentence? And I try to write it different ways. It's hard. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, in April 2019, like, in 2019, April, like, there's just so many ways. And it's just— we're not sitting here. We don't wake up every day. I don't open my eyes. Z100 is usually my alarm. So this morning it was truth hurts. Like, I don't wake up and say, what bad story can I write about Janelle? We come in and it's there. Like, it's handed to us. Like, they're like, mm, Janelle called 911 claiming her husband abused her. It's handed to us. We don't wake up every day trying to get her. We don't want to. I don't want to say her name. I don't want to talk. Like, it's just... She's, I just can't with her or David. They just make stuff up. And I think they always forget that there's five children, right? Six children. How many kids? Well, they have Ensley, Kaiser, Jay's, Kate, and Marissa. Five. Yeah. So there's five children. That's sad that I have to count. See how many kids because you have no idea. Like five kids. And I think they forget about that. I agree. Well, speaking of five children, are we going to have six to the mix? She posted a questionable photo on Instagram over the weekend. She took the kids out to a wedding. Yeah. Which is so crazy to me that she was like, the kids were like, can we go to more weddings? It's like, you don't have any friends. Yeah. Like, everyone goes to weddings. Yeah. Everybody goes to weddings, but they don't have family or friends. I was trying to figure out whose wedding it was. It was a friend, I think. Yeah, which is shocking because they don't have any. And, and I don't think I would invite Janelle or David I and their w- kids to at my wedding. <laughs> nope. I would not invite them to the wedding. But, yeah, so she posted on her own personal Facebook page. She was wearing this skin-tight, like, teal dress. It was, like, velvet. Yeah. Uh, Suede. Yeah. And it wasn't teal. It was, like, an emerald. Emerald. I don't know. I think that's No, yeah, it wasn't teal. It was, like, a mermaid green. It reminded me of. Um... But she looked like she had a bump in it. She said that, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. she said this though, but you're getting to that. She, I know, because we're just, we're hoping that baby number six is not <laughs> happening. So we're like, no. But on Reddit, on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere, people are like, she's definitely pregnant. That's a baby bump. You know, baby number six is on the way. So she actually went back to her Facebook group, her Facebook page, and wrote, like, no, like, I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. So she kind of just wanted to be like, no, but you brought up before that she had her tubes tied. Um, and people don't believe it. Um, let's look at the track record. Yeah. When everyone thought she was pregnant with Ensley, she 
said, no, she said that we're all lying and yeah. it's not true. And wow, surprise, she was pregnant with Ensley. I can't remember if she did the same thing with Kaiser, but I'm assuming she did do the same thing with Kaiser. Yeah. I mean, Janelle just always lies. Then it's like, oh, no, we're pregnant. We're perfect. So, yeah, I don't I don't believe I, I, I it's not that I don't believe it, but I just I mean, I'm I'm, I'm always like when it comes to bumps. I'm always like iffy to say a woman's pregnant because oh yeah, there are so many times where I have a bump. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, if I was a celebrity and you got like a good angle, you would say yeah. I'm pregnant. So I like hate after to s- tacos. Yeah, so I hate there's to s- a bump. Yeah, so I hate I to say like oh she's pregnant because of the bump, but she does yeah. always lie, so it's hard to say no. Yeah, a lot of people are just saying it looks more of a bump, and also her face doesn't really like her face looked a little different. So everyone's like, oh, like you know, pregnancy, like your face gets rounder and stuff, but. But, yeah, so it's hard to tell. Um, well, do you remember also she didn't want to tell anyone about Ensley? And then when she did, everyone slammed her and, like, praised Chelsea. And they're like, yes, because they were pregnant at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. And then Janelle gets pregnant and they're like, oh, <laughs> like, really? Like, another baby? But, I mean, we'll see. You never know. She might just not wanting to be saying anything because CBS removed her kids. Her husband killed her dog. She was fired from Team Mom 2, so she has no income because her eye, eyebrow, eye makeup stuff is going to fail. Um, yeah, so she really has no way to provide for this child, so maybe she just doesn't want to say anything. So we'll keep you guys posted if she's pregnant or not. So let's get into the third biggest story of the week. Caitlin and Tyler from Team Mom OG. We watched over the years their relationship really go th- really go on a roller coaster highs and lows there's been the divorce word you know said there's been cheating when they were really really young but they've been through it all together so what is the latest happening with them are they good right now are they you know on the fence so Kaylin exclusively spoke to writeronline.com about their relationship today she said oh my gosh we trust each other with everything Gosh, my marriage was rough after rehab. I believe I put it through a lot. With me being gone and Tyler being a single dad, I believe it was super rough for him. Of course, I still struggle with depression. I think that will be a lifelong battle. With therapy and medication, it can be managed. She said that her and Tyler have solid communication and love, being honest, blunt, and caring. She said that they definitely want to try to have a boy. So they are thinking of adding to their beautiful family. Yeah, uh, They're thinking of doing that when Maida is two, which I think is a good idea. Yeah. They're not going to be overwhelmed. Um, she said if they have another girl, girl number four, they will try one more time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I am um, surprised to see how well they're doing just because I feel like, you know, I mean, they've broken up quite a few times over the yeah. years. and. It just really seems like Tyler wasn't happy. Um, But I think that every marriage and every relationship goes through ups and downs. Yeah. And I think that especially when you've been together since you were 14 and it's all you know, it's normal for you to go through ups and downs. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that they worked through it. It seems like over Twitter they're really happy. So I hope hope it's true. I hope that she's honest about the truth, the trust, and the communication. And she's not just, you know, saying it. But I'm really happy. That. If, 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 if it's all true, I'm really happy. Really? Yeah, because, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I've always... Ugh, I don't want to see a family break up. I just... Yeah. They were so miserable. I was like, just break up if you're this miserable. Yeah. But if they're really happy, I'm not going to be like, break up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they were on the fence, like, and really going through tough times, you're like, if you're not happy together, then it's not meant to be. Right. Exactly. But now, ugh, I just always knew they were soulmates. But, but yeah. No, you're right. Since being 13, I think Tyler brought that up. He was like... There's never been just Tyler. It's always been Kate and Tyler since day one. Yeah. So he just needed to find himself and find his own purpose besides being Kate's husband. Do I wish they had taken a little more time? Yeah. I wish that maybe they had taken maybe four months as opposed to like, well, wasn't it supposed to be a month and it ended up being like a week? Yeah, it wasn't. It was Maybe maybe it was like three weeks. They did not reach the one month, month mark. Yeah. I think I think they could have done it for a little longer. I yeah. think that it, they were a little rushed because she was so pregnant with Veda. Yeah. Um but I mean, if that's all he needed to see that he really loves her and wants to be with her, then I'm glad that yeah. it took him that least amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he worked on the house, like he was able to kind of just do his own thing. He, you know, I think hung out with some friends and that's what they needed. They needed a little bit of a break. I think for them, too, I think they're going to last forever. They, they're they really open with communication, especially, you know, the trauma that they've both went through as little kids and going to therapy and stuff. They really learn to just be open about their feelings and their thoughts. You know, Tyler tells her, how the, you know, how it is. They're, they don't hold anything back. So I think for them, it just works. And I'm really happy to hear that they want more kids. They have the most beautiful children. They are so precious, so I do hope Tyler gets his boy because he wants a boy so badly. If I can just give, like, a word of advice, I would say maybe wait until Veda is a little older than two. Yeah. Maybe wait until she's actually in preschool, maybe four years old. The reason I say that is because look at Chelsea Hauska. She was yeah. very overwhelmed when she welcomed Lane. I mean, she yeah. had really bad anxiety, and I think she still does have really bad anxiety. She does, It's yeah. hard handling two under two. Yeah. Um, so I do think that maybe, maybe just wait a little bit with Veda. Maybe see, feel it out. If she's like a, an amazing toddler, okay. Yeah. But if, you know, I mean, toddlers have temper tantrums and yeah. sometimes it's hard. And, they yell. Yeah. And I just think, you know, there's no rush. You're so young. You can have a kid when you're 35. Like, I'm not that you have to wait, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't rush it. Just feel it out. I know. That's what's so crazy. They're like, yeah, if we're done, we're done. I'm like, done? You're 28 years old. Like, you still have so much time. And I think even Kale says that. She's like, yeah, maybe in like 10 years I'll have another baby. And then you think and you're like, oh, yeah, they're only like 26, 27 years old. Kale's definitely going to have a baby when Isaac's 20. I can see it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I always forget that they're our age and, you know, they can wait another 10 years to have another baby. So I could see it. Um, But yeah. No rules in life. Sorry. There are no (laughs) rules, as I always say. But I'm excited. I'm excited to keep, you know— Following their story and their family, even though I'm sad they won't be on TV anymore, you know, we get to keep up with them on social media, which is also great. So let's get into Teen Mom Truth or Tale. So Ryan Edwards, we have watched him on Teen Mom OG really go through some highs and lows battling drug addiction. We learned, I think, two seasons ago about his heroin addiction. And at one point, Mackenzie revealed to a producer when he was in one of his rehab stints saying that he spends about 40 grand a month on heroin. He was high at his wedding. He almost fell asleep driving to the first wedding when it was just him, Mackenzie, and his parents, Jen and Larry. But we've also seen other rehab stints, you know, 
arrests over the years, his struggling relationship with Bentley. But as of late 2018, so September, I think we learned, was when he checked into rehab again mm-hmm. up until Thanksgiving. And then, then he went to jail from from January 2019 to April 2019. So, yeah, so we've seen him go through a lot within the last few years. But a lot of people are wondering now, you know, is he sober? Now that Mackenzie's pregnant again with their second child, a girl, people are wondering, you know, what has Ryan been up to? Yeah, so on the reunion episode, he said that he is sober. Him and Mackenzie said that their marriage is great. And our source close to them actually confirmed this to be true. The source says that he is doing a lot better. Jail scared him straight. Um, The insider also said that Mackenzie's pregnancy with their daughter, who is due in January, also helped him motivate him a little more. Finding out that she was pregnant again put a pep in his step on the dad part, the insider said. He's been helping with the kids and everything, has kept his nose clean and is stepping up. In regards to their marriage, they're doing great. And the family is surprised, pleasantly surprised. That's good to hear. Well, we actually just saw photos. Ryan and Bentley were golfing together. Yeah. So a lot of people were like, wow, this is like really nice to see. Bentley looked so happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to hear that, you know, baby number three for him um, has finally put a pep in his step. I love that saying. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him, too. Um, I also wanted to say, me and Gina, Gina's on here, but we said this this morning, Hot Ryan is back. Um. The reunion? Yeah. Hot Ryan is back. He— Hot Ryan Summer. Okay. Hot Ryan Summer into fall. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. One more thing. I finally listened to the song Hot Girl Summer. Oh, by— Nicki Minaj. Yeah. First of all, I had no idea. I didn't know it was a song. Lauren, the saying is from a song. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that either. And someone was like, it's been the song of the summer. And I was like, what when? summer? Where have I been? What station are they listening to? I don't know. But there's a song. And it's actually really good. I keep singing it. My friend's like, okay, well, this is two months later. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally two months behind. Yeah. But- I didn't know it was a song until it came on my Spotify. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, they dedicated a song to it. No, was, that started it. Oh, I thought someone on Instagram just did. Like, Hot Girl Summer. Mm-hmm. But now it's Hot Ryan Summer. Hot Ryan Summer. Hot um, Ryan Fall. Hot yeah. Ryan Winter. Hot yes. Ryan is back. Okay. he People were doing, like, comparison <laughs> photos yeah. like when he got out of rehab, and it looked like his head was like a basketball. It was so round and, like, puffy and bloated. And, and his long gray hair. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. And he wasn't shaved. Like, it was like, ooh. Now he gets on stage, and I was like, Whoa, like that chiseled jawline is back. <laughs> the nice shape. clean cut. Yeah, like the nice shirt. He's tan. Yeah. I was like, damn. Well, it wasn't July. They filmed it right after Amber's arrest. So yeah. it was like mid July. So yeah. we had that nice summer tan. He looked great. And he did. I have to say, that is the most sober I think that Ryan has seemed in the past like five years. Yeah. I mean, maybe even 10. Um, I mean, he was actually speaking in full sentences. He was actually making sense. He was answering questions well. We don't get that from him. We get the one word answers. We get the mumbling. Like he actually seemed sober. And I think this, even Mackenzie said it. She's like, I'm so glad everyone can see Ryan now. And this is the Ryan that Matt Byer has been telling us to see that funny I mean, he wasn't funny, but he, yeah. he was at least like, you know. He was just, he was more personable. Yeah. Like he, I think for this reunion, 
I think he realized the power of his platform. Like before this, he was just kind of like, everyone's attacking me because I'm addicted to heroin. Everyone's like, you know, attacking me for arrest. Like he thought the world was against him. And I think he finally realized that people are rooting for him and he can now use his platform to help others, you know, because do you remember, I think it was last year when she was pregnant with Jagger for that reunion, he was just like not answering. He was just like shaking his head and he was just being like a jerk. Dr. Drew was like, are you in outpatient care? And he's just like, nah. Yeah. And it's like, open up. Like, why aren't you in it? Like, tell us more. I was really happy with one thing that Ryan said towards the end. He said, I don't know what the day brings. I don't know if I'm going to be sober tomorrow, but I'm going to do everything I can to try. And I think that that was really genuine and real of him because it's true. I mean, drug addiction, especially heroin, is hard. And you can do all the right steps and you can do outpatient, you can do inpatient, you can do everything right. And you can still relapse. It's yeah. easy. And I think the fact that he's realistic about that, I really admire. Because yeah. you don't want him to say, I'm never doing it again. And then he does yeah. it again. And we're all like, Ryan, what happens? Like, yeah. he, he knows that it's hard. it's a battle. Yeah. And I, I'm happy that he's willing to. And I think that helped his recovery and also helped him lose his attitude. Yes. You know, he just seemed more genuine, like. Yeah, like, I might screw up again. I might, you know, relapse. Like, I don't know. He was just very honest. And also, the way he was like, I don't know what made me start heroin. It was just, you know, my friend was like, try this. And, you know, I never thought I'd be using needles. And there I was. You know, it's just, it seemed more real. I also feel like, Dr. Drew, did you feel, not even with Ryan, just with everyone, I feel like he was kind of giving passes like, I kind of would have liked him to ask Ryan, like, hey, like, are you sober from alcohol? Hey, yeah. like, I feel like he, even with Teresa and Brandon, I don't know if they made some type of deal beforehand not to ask us about our feud. Yeah. But it just seemed like he was, like, letting passes go and passes go. Like, I want Dr. Drew yeah. to kind of, like, ask the hard questions and. Oh, if we were the show's hosts? Oh, yeah. my God. And, and it's not even for the drama aspect. I think it's more of for the. Platform. Platform. And it's like, Ryan, are you sober from alcohol? Because. That could help. Like, I just, I think he could have been a little harder on them. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I think he definitely, yeah, that's a good point. Brandon and Teresa, you know, ask the questions like, how does it feel to have your life on TV kind of, but you're not being filmed and you don't have a say? I think it was a little unfair that they made the reunion look like their relationship is perfect because we know it's not. And I think it's not really fair for people who are considering adoption who think, oh, this will be my relationship in 10 years with my my children's. No, it's not going to be like that. And I think he should have asked, even if they didn't want to go into it, I think he could have asked like. Are you guys also, as in Brandon and Teresa, happy with the open adoption? Yes. You know, because Tyler, I think at one point was like, I'm so happy we kept it open. But they might be like, eh, like we're thrown into this celebrity, yeah. like fame TV world and we don't want our daughter doing this. I also wanted them to ask, like, do you guys think your relationship maybe would have been a little stronger if you weren't on TV? Yeah. Like, I just think that there were so many questions he could ask. I don't really, personally, I don't know how asking Brenda and Teresa, are you surprised that Kate and Tyler are still together? I'm not really yeah. sure how that benefits people who are looking into adoption. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's also, oh, Teresa, you know, what was it like holding Carly for the first time? I mean, I've held newborn babies. I've held my 
little baby cousins for the first time and no matter what position like no matter what relationship you yeah. have like I still remember those moments like meeting my cousins for the first time and like how emotional it is and being in the hospital and like meeting this new life that will be in your life forever for the first time so it's like yeah I mean maybe she was asking specifically you know since she was an adopted mother but again it's like Obviously, she's going to say right, it's the best feeling in the yeah, world because she, holding any baby for the first time is the best feeling in yeah. the world. She's not going to be like, it was, it was fine. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> um, hold on, let me think about it. I think it was okay. Like, no, she's obviously going to say these things. And it's a lot of times they just ask like questions and I was like, all right, like I kind of already know the answer. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I just think he could have asked harder questions. But just going back to Ryan quick. Um, I think Ryan did really well. Yeah. But I just think that he kind of ruined it when he, like, slammed Macy. Yeah. I think he should have kept it, like, mature and civil. And he was like, Macy's going to do whatever the F she wants to do. Like, Yeah, like, she talks a lot of, like, BS on TV. She's ruining my relationship with Bentley. Like, no, she's not. She's not. She's not. It's, you're using that as an excuse. Honestly, I probably would have been more strict than Macy was with Ryan. Oh, yeah. Especially with Jen and Larry yeah. because, I mean, I'm not saying they would ever want to hurt Bentley, but Jen is so for Ryan and Bentley to have a relationship that she pushes it. You know, she, like, part two, she was like, I fight for Bentley to come over for Ryan. Right. And it's like, then don't complain when Macy's calling Ryan an uncle or a brother to Bentley if you're the one fighting. It's right. like you can't— Ryan should be fighting. Ryan should be like, yeah. Mom, get Bentley here. <laughs> but even like, yeah, now Ryan cannot speak to Macy. But before this, you know, restraining order, protection order, whatever it is, he was able to reach out. He could have texted her, but he didn't. Also, I'm sorry, but I think Macy made the right decision to not lift the order. First I of all, First of all, he just got arrested not even less than a year ago and went to rehab. Not—well, that was a year. Yeah, no, not even a year. Are you bringing up how Mackenzie was like— well, do you remember last year when Macy said that she was yes. going to lift it and it's yes. still in place? Um, hello. Um. He was then arrested. He was then, he went to rehab and then was arrested. In September, yeah. Yeah, and was in jail for 90 days. So, and also he cheated. Do you remember the Tinder scandal yes. that happened around the holidays? Why would they lift the order? I mean, yeah. he needs stability and there's no stability right now. Maybe when it's, if it's been a year and he hasn't been in trouble and you can see like improvements in him. Yeah, let's lift the order. But this is so fresh. He's got jail in April. So why yeah. are we lifting the order right now? He literally threatened to shoot her husband in the head. Yeah. They have two kids, three and four. Yeah. Not, she's not lifting the order. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not lift the order. And the fact that that's the thing. Like, Mackenzie just thinks, like, Macy should just, like, push it under the rug. No, I agree. I mean, Mackenzie wants to push everything under the rug. Yeah. She always says It's always, oh, not Ryan's fault. Oh, it's all Macy. It's all Macy. No, girl, it's it's your husband. You need to look. It's just like when she blamed Macy and she read her that letter on the first reunion. Like, Macy, you knew he was, you know. For 3,700 days. Yeah, he could have died. He could have died. And then it's like, but he was arrested that April. And what was that? I think that was maybe aired. I think that aired in the summer. Yeah. And it's like, so he was arrested five months ago with needles in his car. But it's Macy's fault. And well, no, he received... Sorry, that was the citation. He had a citation. Yeah, which, I mean— But he was arrested, I think, for breaking information. I can't remember. So many. Yeah, I think it was, like, 2017. <laughs> yeah, the point is he was arrested for a drug-related And then Mackenzie charge. had the nerve to read that letter to Macy, and that's when she was like, your eyes are sh- beep brown because you're so, like, full of it or something. Like, 
she just wants to blame people and that's what she was doing instead of just Ryan sitting there and saying, look, what I did was wrong. Like, you know, I do need to apologize. I do need to move forward. And whenever Macy is ready. Do you think it was weird that Macy was like, Jade's so excited it's a girl because now she finally has a girl to play with? Yeah. Do they play together? They just had some play with Jade and Maverick? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, they went trick-or-treating together last year. So, so yeah, I guess but they kind of hang that out. That would only be if, like, They're the girl all... is at Jade, is at, um, L- L- <laughs> the girl is at Jen and Larry's house. I was thinking of yeah. Jade Klein, I don't know why. The girl is at, um, Jen and Larry's house, and then Macy brings Jade there. Yeah, I guess. I it mean, was just, I don't know. I think if Jen's involved, you know, if she was to bring the girl to Bentley's baseball games and stuff and like oh, this, like, okay, okay, like 800, okay. you know, soccer events and sports and all that, then yeah. she can hang out with her. I just thought it was weird because it's like, it's not like they have a great relationship where it's yeah. like, oh, like if Kale has a daughter now, her and Vivi can hang out because they sometimes yeah. have a good relationship. Well, do you remember, I think it was Bentley's birthday when Ryan showed up and he was like holding Jade and yeah, it was no, really, yeah, really right. sweet and it's... Yeah. I mean, even with Jen and Larry, except for that really awkward time when they came to pick Bentley up and it was like dead silence yeah. because I think everything with Ryan was coming out and they were just like, yep, we're just here to get Bentley. Yeah. And meanwhile, it's like, you know, they were at Jade's birthday party. Like, they're very involved Weren't with Macy. Weren't they just calling for... Yeah. Weren't they like, oh, Mimi's here. Do they do that? Yeah. So it's, or you Jen's know... Jen's here or whatever. Yeah. They're very involved. So, so yeah. So I guess it'll be interesting to see. Maybe, maybe Jen will... Yeah. Kind of make a relationship. Like if when she goes to pick up Bentley, she'll bring the daughter. Yeah, I, I think I think Jen really wants everyone together because these are all Bentley's brothers and sisters. So she kind of wants everyone to come together. And trust me, if it, Jen could have her way, everyone would be sitting at the table Thanksgiving, eating yeah. together. But unfortunately, due to a grown man's actions that won't take responsibility, it can't happen. Yeah. Okay, let's go into this week's Teen Mom Tease. As we know, Farah was sued for not paying rent on her two Texas stores. It was furnished by Farah and Sophia Laurent, right? Yes. Um, so she was sued. Uh, Radar exclusively reported that she has been dodging the <laughs> process server. As we've said on the podcast in the past, she does not have a home address. They've been trying to serve her dad's home because she has his address listed on a lot of whatever documents. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael has not accepted the service. People weren't home, tried multiple times. So we have an update in the case. Uh, check RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to see if they finally served Farah or are even close to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's actually at the Eiffel Tower, like posing in bikini. Did you see those pictures? There was um, a funny. There was a funny so part weird. in the court documents where it was like, yeah, like um, we check her social media frequently and we see that she's at, you know. Um, she's in like Nobu. Dubai, yeah. yeah, and we go there, but when we're there, she's already gone. And oh, she's so they scandalous. are, they are like they're out to get Farah. They're out to get Farah, and she just keeps dodging them and dodging them. I know she probably posts pics like the next day. I think so. she does to like mess with them. Ooh, she's like, she, oh, I'm I'm in Texas. I'm right yeah. next to her. <laughs> Ooh, that's like what Kendall. Uh, what's her name? Kylie Jenner does. So yeah, fans don't stalk her. Well, well I, I think it's a good idea. A lot of people should do it. Yeah, I think so. But I just didn't think Farrah was that smart to do it, to be honest. Who knows if she's that smart or if the process server just didn't get there in time. Yeah, unless she's leaving. But but yeah, so everyone, that is all we have for this week's episode. Make sure you check back next week for even more Team Mom drama. Bye! Bye.